Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Crunch Time Podcast. A very interesting weekend in football, and after two very good, very exciting championship games to watch, we have a Super Bowl set, Chiefs versus Niners. But to tell us about how we got here, JW. The AFC Championship game was super interesting. You know, Derrick Henry coming in, he looked unstoppable in the past few games. Um, just had like 200 yards versus the, the Patriots. And they stopped, the Chiefs defense stopped Derrick Henry. He he didn't rush for that much. And they made Ryan Tannehill throw the ball. Uh, that's why they won the game. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes with that offense, it's nearly unstoppable. He had a huge run. Um, in that game, and that's why I think uh, they just beat the Titans. They're a better team, and they could just figure out how to stop Henry. So I don't think the Chiefs won the game because they were able to stop Derrick Henry. That certainly helped, but I think the reason they won the game is because they have the best quarterback in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, who is insane. He is playing football. He's playing the quarterback position at the highest level I have ever seen. And certainly there's an argument to be made that he's playing the quarterback position at the highest level of all time. As you said, JW, with he and his weapons, he is just unstoppable. There is literally no way to stop him. You, If you rush pass rushers against him, he's going to be able to dissect your defense or escape the pocket and kill you with his legs. And if you don't, then his weapons are going to get open and he's going to use that rocket arm of his to deliver it right on time. He is playing absolutely spectacularly. I think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl because nobody can stop Patrick Mahomes. And as you mentioned, JW, that Chiefs defense held Derrick Henry to less than 70 yards on 19 carries, and he had been looking unstoppable previous to this game. This Chiefs team will be very hard to beat. The 49ers have a huge task ahead of them, and I don't think they're going to be able to get it done. I know I'm going to be the third person to say it, but the re- oh, one of the reasons why the Chiefs won is because they had Derrick Henry's number. Like Rodrigo said, he had 19 attempts and only 69 rushing yards. And I'd like to point out, there's a pattern emerging. All the games that he has less than 100 rushing yards, the Titans have lost. But in every single game besides that, he has had, like, a breakout game. There are multiple games where he's had, like, 200 yard rush or two hundred rushing yards per game. And he's just the reason why the Titans got so far. Without him, it would be Ryan Tannehill without anything else, basically. And as we saw, that did not work out well for the Titans. I think he's the only reason why they made it. And I think that he's, like, next year, he will carry them again, but they won't make it as far because they just have nothing. All right. The one thing I have to say is, that, sure, there are many reasons why the Chiefs won that game, but the one thing that they can't do against the 49ers that they've done two games in a row now is get off to a cold start. The 49ers will punish them if they do that. And, for example, in the Texans, obviously the Texans fell apart. But they were up 24 nothing. If the Texans were up to state how they were playing, which honestly was well, but it wasn't amazing. It was just the Chiefs were making so many mistakes by dropping passes. Then they would have lost that game, obviously. And in this past game, they were losing in the first quarter. So, honestly, what the Chiefs need to do is, is they need to get off like quickly and have a hot start. 
because the 49ers with that amazing defense will punish them for not being able to score quickly. I think the thing that the Chiefs need to change against the Niners, they cannot afford to keep those penalties coming. So many penalties in this game. Last year, said they would change. They said the penalties wouldn't come this year. It's every year. If they do that against that 49ers defense, let the 49ers offense have the ball. It's not going to be a close game. Patrick Mahomes can do as much as he wants, but if that defense keeps bringing in those penalties, no, how, no matter how good they play, it's going to be really, really hard to beat that 49ers defense. That's what I think. So... Now, in the playoffs, the 49ers have put on an exhibition playing team, playing one-dimensional teams, and showing that they can stop that dimension. They did it to the Vikings, who their one dimension was the run. You hand the ball to Dalvin Cook, and they shut him down. Now, the Packers, they had the run game and the pass game. Aaron Rodgers, they shut him down in over the air, and they shut down Aaron Jones on the ground. He's very much a feast or famine, boomer bust kind of guy. Big bus night for him. And they let their offense get up and rolling in the first half, the first quarter. And it kind of carried them to a victory. Um, conversely, as people have said, the Chiefs have had slow starts. They got down 10-0 or 17-7 to the um, Titans and 24-0 to the Texans. I think if what happens to the Chiefs, if the Chiefs have another slow start, they give Jimmy G good field position, and they give the 49ers offense opportunities to score, the Super Bowl is going to be a blowout. If not, I think that it is going to be a very close Super Bowl. You know, the 49ers, who are one of the best multidimensional teams, they have great receivers, three running backs who can really do it all, and a t- elite-tier defense. They are a overall great team, and I think they are the match for Patrick Mahomes. They're the team to beat this year. And one thing I would add on to the 49ers before we get into the Packers is that a lot of people have been criticizing Jimmy Garoppolo for only having eight pass attempts, which I don't really understand because even though any of us could go in there and do, it and do what Jimmy Garoppolo did against the Packers, literally just handing the ball off to Raheem Mostert for him to go off for 200 yards, he still is not – that doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback. Just because the 49ers didn't need him to throw a ball, that doesn't mean that they don't trust him. I look at a game against the Saints where he out-dueled Drew Brees and led them on a clutch game-winning field goal drive. The 49ers, if if they can only run the ball, then I don't – there's no team in the league – that wouldn't take just handing the ball off every single time because of how efficient that is and how much clock you can run out. So I would just like to say that Jimmy Garoppolo, this this game shouldn't be looked upon at, to him as a bad game because he didn't play poorly. He just didn't need to be great. I mean, I see another issue with the Chiefs. Um if the Chiefs do, do start to get back up on the clock and um, they have a few minutes left with the lead, it's going to be really hard for them to pass time with Patrick Mahomes running out of the pocket, giving it to Tyreek Hill. They don't have a running back like the 49ers do to run that clock out in the last few minutes, and I think that might be their downfall. On the topic of running backs, I'll transition to JW to talk about Kyle Juszczyk. Kyle Juszczyk's effect in this game was pretty monumental. He was one of the most important players to that three-headed monster of running back. 
that the 49ers have because he just brings another aspect to the running game that we don't see a lot, the lead blocker. And usually when a team brings out a lead blocker, they'll pull a guard. And, you know, a lot of guards nowadays just don't really know how to do it. But Kyle Juszczyk is one of the best lead blockers in the league, and that's why Raheem Mostert and uh, the rest of the three-headed monster was just getting so many yards before contact and then building up ahead of steam to break through. So, and now the next topic will be about Aaron Rodgers and his performance in the NFC Championship game. And I will start. And what I have to say about this is I think the excuses for Aaron Rodgers have to stop. Eventually, the excuse that he doesn't have enough players around him or the coaching is poor just doesn't cut it when year after year he fails to get back to the Super Bowl. He has not made it to the Super Bowl in 10 years. And for a man of his talent, that is absolutely terrible because this Packers team is not devoid of talent, especially the offense. That offensive line may not be what it used to be, but it is still one of the best offensive lines in the league. Aaron Jones was tied for the league lead in rushing touchdowns with Derrick Henry and Devontae Adams with when healthy cannot be stopped. He had over a hundred yards in both games. And yet Aaron Rodgers with all of those weapons scored zero points in the first half. I don't care about what he did in the second half because the game was already over by then. And this has kind of been a trend with Aaron Rodgers. You look at the 2016 NFC Championship game against the Falcons, he also scored zero points in the first half. And for a guy who wants to be compared to Tom Brady, who wants to be considered for the greatest of all time, who people say is the most talented, the best man to ever play the quarterback position, he can't do this. He can't fail to live up to his talent every single time the playoffs come around. You look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who when the Chiefs were down 24 nothing against the Texans, and sure, you can say it was a different situation. They're at home playing against a worse team. That's fine. But the bottom line is they were down 24 nothing in a huge playoff game. What did Patrick Mahomes do? He went to his teammates and he motivated them. He told them, one play at a time, let's go out there and let's try to make this game close. And what happened? The Chiefs ended up winning by 20 points. That's what a great quarterback does. That's what a great leader does. You know what Aaron Rodgers did? Aaron Rodgers sat on the sidelines, sulking like it was the end of the world. He didn't go talk to his teammates. He just stood there doing absolutely nothing, letting his team get absolutely blown out, scoring zero first half points. And it wouldn't have been a blowout if he managed to move the ball and not put his defense in terrible situations. All right, listen. When I talk about Aaron, I think Aaron is one of the best players in the Packers, and he's the future of the NFL. One of the best at his positions. Oh, wait. Aaron Jones! Hey! Anyways, all I have to say about that game is, <laughs> is as I said in the previous podcast, the Packers are the worst 13-3 team ever. 
And they proved themselves by Aaron Rodgers not being clutch and them not being able to pull it off against this 49ers team. And not only were they not able to pull it out, they got blow, pull it off. They got blown out. No 13 and 3 team should be blown out in any game. And yeah, Aaron Rodgers, his career is starting to come towards the end. And I don't think he should be remembered as one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Obviously, he was a good quarterback, but he's just not clutch. And that's a problem. I think one of the main reasons that Aaron Rodgers is to blame for this loss is he had two picks, three fumbles, and lost one of them. That's the one thing that you just can't do when you're playing a team that that's, that is this good. He, When you're giving away the ball three times and you lose by 17, you got to kind of like put some of that on yourself. If he hadn't given the ball away, this game could have been within three points if they had just scored on two of those drives and it could have been one. Um, I really think that, like, this is why Aaron Rodgers is not the GOAT. He's still, like, he's now a veteran quarterback, and he's still giving the ball away in playoff games. I totally agree. I mean, just look at his stats in the playoffs. Just not good. When is it time that we're going to start looking at Aaron Rodgers' career and realize that he's Dan Marino with a ring? He's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady plays like the GOAT every time because he is the GOAT, but he plays up to his GOAT status every time in the playoffs. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't play up to his status as one of the best quarterbacks in this generation and one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time. He He's a disappointment in the playoffs. Let's face it. It's about time we stop blaming other people on the Packers and start looking at Aaron Rodgers and criticizing him for what he has been unable to do throughout these years in Green Bay. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Crunch Time Podcast. Signing off for now and saying goodbye, I'm Jack Ringgold.